the EPA may continue to allow a widespread contaminant in drinking water. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. The deadline was January 31st for the seven states of the Colorado River Basin to agree on drought plans or face the prospect of the federal government stepping in to impose mandatory cutbacks. Now the feds say two states still have not completed their plans, but they have an extra month to comply. The aim of the contingency plans is to conserve water as too much has been taken out of the river. The Associated Press reports that the Bureau of Reclamation's Commissioner Brenda Berman has said that without action, Lake Mead could fall to a level referred to as a dead pool, with Arizona, Nevada, and California not getting any Colorado River water. Five states met the deadline, but on Friday, the commissioner gave California and Arizona until March 4th to finalize their plans. In the meantime, the commissioner has started the process to take over management of the river, which she could halt if the two states get them done. The problem in Arizona is that 15 different water users need to sign agreements to the plan, which the governor's office has called a formality. In California, the Imperial Irrigation District, the single largest user on the river, is holding out until it gets a commitment from the federal government to help restore the Salton Sea, a large dwindling lake which is badly polluted. On a conference call, Commissioner Berman said that neither state had completed all the necessary work and close isn't done. The tap water of millions of Americans is contaminated with two chemicals that were used in making products like Teflon-coated cookware and in firefighting foams. Last week, Politico obtained information that the chemicals, known as PFOS and PFOA, will remain unregulated under the Safe Drinking Water Act. In reaction to the news, The Hill reports that a bipartisan group of 20 senators have called upon the EPA to regulate the compounds, saying that without drinking water standards, it's It's doubtful that states and communities can address the challenges these chemicals pose. The acting head of the EPA, Andrew Wheeler, has been in confirmation hearings to become the permanent administrator, but the agency's inaction on the contaminants could jeopardize Senate approval. A Senate committee vote on his appointment could be coming this week. PFOS and PFOA have been linked to cancers, hypertension, and other ailments. Wheeler earlier testified to the Senate that he could not commit to a set of drinking water limits for the chemicals. The National Weather Service in Iowa last week warned people not to go outside if possible, and if they did, not to breathe deeply and to keep talking to a minimum as brutally cold air swept from the Arctic into the Midwest. The low temperatures were caused by a breakdown of the polar vortex, which is a giant whirlpool of frigid air high in the atmosphere. The walls of the whirlpool can sometimes split apart, sending cold air from the Arctic into the U.S. and Europe. Two researchers told the New York Times that they suspect more frequent breakdowns can be tied to climate change. The Arctic is warming about twice as fast as the rest of the world on average, which has led to historically low levels of sea ice. As ice is lost, the sea absorbs more heat from the sun, forming a persistent hotspot. Research suggests that the hotspot, along with changes in the jet stream caused by climate change, are breaking apart the vortex, sending the frigid air south. But the BBC reports that there's debate about whether these polar vortex breakdowns are occurring more frequently. 
As excessively hot days become more frequent and more intense due to global warming, the number of babies born with congenital heart defects will increase. According to research from the American Heart Association, fetuses will be affected, especially during the three to eight weeks after conception, which could be a bigger problem as the planet warms. There have already been studies showing that a mother's exposure to heat during early pregnancy can lead to malformations in the fetus. The researchers warn that while their study is preliminary, it would be prudent for women in the early weeks of pregnancy to avoid heat extremes, similar to the advice given to those who suffer from cardiovascular and pulmonary disease. They also predict that the effects of more excessive heat will be felt mostly by mothers in the Midwest. And finally, when the government was shut down for 35 days, many national parks took it on the chin as visitors left piles of trash and human waste, sprayed graffiti, used unauthorized trails, not to mention the loss of significant revenue from visitor fees and concessions. But in Northern California, about 30 miles north of San Francisco, there was a small act of vandalism, but not by humans. With no government workers to shoo them away, around 100 elephant seals made a temporary home on a beach at Point Reyes National Seashore, knocking down fences and snuggling under picnic tables as they settled in. It's breeding season, and mother seals with their newborn pups took to the beach to fatten up before heading back out to sea. And although the government is now open and rangers have returned to work, the seals, well, they're not budging. Typically, the Guardian reports, during breeding season, park staff use harmless hazing techniques, which involve shaking big blue tarps to move the animals farther down the beach to separate them from people. Elephant seals may look cute and harmless, but they can move fast and sometimes get aggressive if visitors or their pets get too close. The mammals were nearly hunted to extinction in California, but bounced back in the early 1970s thanks to protected beaches like in Point Reyes. Spokesman John Deloso told CNN there were about 40 pups born in January. They'll be likely nursing with their moms for the next couple of months. While the shutdown is over, the beach will remain closed to visitors with rangers on hand to provide viewing opportunities and education about these remarkable creatures from a safe distance. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Waterworks Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwaace.org. 